Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day, legends. Before we dive into our full Supercoach draft and classic review for round 16, just a reminder, we've got our entire round 16 review that dropped last night. It's a cracking listen, so make sure you get stuck into that. Let's dive into some Supercoach. Well, you wouldn't believe it. The Guru Supercoach sides, as I describe it each and every week, a mixed bag. Uh, another week where we went pretty well in draft. We went pretty average in classic. I think that's going to be the reality moving forward with my classic team. I'm going to start with my draft team, though. And um, a week that was really important uh, in hindsight because a lot of other results sort of went my way. There's a big logjam of teams from about fourth until about ninth in my competition and all the teams that I wanted to lose in that logjam they all did a couple of really big upsets there and then I managed to get a win and the guy that I got a win against uh, he's sort of just out of contention um, he actually we, we've got a trade deadline in our competition to stop people getting really desperate and making ridiculous trades that passed last weekend uh, so this guy got a last minute trade in my good mate Kurt he got a couple of trades in where he got into his side, Sam Walker, and he got into his side, Jason Taumalolo. He traded out Harry Grant and Tyson Brazell. Obviously traded it to someone higher than him uh, who could who had the patience and has the points on the board to wait for Harry Grant and Tyson to return. So when I saw Sam Walker went in there, that was sort of his ceiling guy he was relying on. I knew that Sam Walker was playing the Melbourne Storm this week, so I was pretty confident that that wouldn't do me too much harm. And also Jason Taumalolo, I wasn't really worried about him. We all know that Taumalolo hasn't really been that impressive this year. Of course, he did put in a pretty good performance this week uh, for the North Queensland Cowboys. Scored 60-odd points there for them. For me, I was still missing a number of troops. Uh, Reese Walsh still out, still waiting for Victor Radley to come in. Um, I, I've also picked up Branko Lee. I believe he's a good chance to get back into this side over the next few weeks for Melbourne. And mainly I've picked up Branko because I've got Remus Smith 
and I have it under pretty good authority that if Branko does get back into this side, Remus Smith, Craig Bellamy still sees him as a right winger. So I'm going to try and do that pair up uh, moving forward. Hopefully, if Branko can get back in, that'll be sensational for me in the run home to have that Melbourne right edge. Uh, that would be huge. Um, look, I, I kicked off Takiyaho, scored me 45 points. Considering he scored 45 points the week before with a sin bidding, I was hoping for more. Remus Smith, he was pretty quiet and a big win for the Melbourne Storm. He's just always one pass away from scoring scoring points, essentially. He got a 33. Um, so at this point, I was a little bit nervous because he had Dale Finucane, who scored a 94. He also had Sam Walker that scored a 29. So it was definitely an advantage to him, really, in the early stages after the first game. And then the Dragons game, uh, Dragons versus the Warriors came along. He had a heap of players in this one. Leeson Armour, Jazz Tavega, Gerard Bell, Matt Dufty. Of course, Jazz Tavega, he scored 50-odd, which... Considering what Jazz can do, um, it could have been worse. But when Tohu Harris went down with injury and Jazz played essentially 60 minutes, I thought, fuck, here we go. Jazz is going to tackle his way to a 60. Only got 53, so I'll take that. Lisa Armour, 45, pretty much exactly what we expected. It was Gerard Beale and, and uh, Matt Dufty, and he had Matt Dufty as his captain as well, which really made me nervous. Uh, Matt Dufty looked like he was going to get 25 points with about 15 minutes to go. He exploded in the back end, scored 154, and, of course, probably his biggest points maker was a try assist that he threw to Gerard Beale, who was also in Kurt's side. So he pulled out a 70 Gerard Beale, which I could not believe. Um, so off that game, I was a little bit nervous. I only had Dallin Matenis Lesniak and Andrew McCulloch. McCulloch didn't play full minutes, so he only got 42 points. Disappointing from him. Dallin Matenis Lesniak had minimal attacking opportunities, still came up with a 47. So once I'm able to get Reese Walsh back, I'm really excited about that combo that he can form with Dallin. Obviously, scoring 47 in essentially base. That's great for Dallin moving forward. So, this point, I mean, I hadn't had a player score over 47. I hadn't had a player score 50 yet. No attacking stats. He'd already racked up a, a fair few just quietly. Uh, but I knew that Matt Dufty, he scored 154 as his captain. I knew that I had Cody Walker up my sleeve, and I believe that he would top that. So, if I could just start to even out with him, I thought I would be okay. And uh, some of my big fellas up front, they answered the question. Nathan Brown, Jacob Saifiti scored 70 and 71. Saifiti obviously got injured as well, which worried me a little bit, but scored a try early to kind of make up for that. Nathan Brown was unbelievable for the Parramatta Eels. So some big points there. I also had Tommy Dearden. He got a 33. And look, Dearden is a guy that if he doesn't get any attacking stats and he scores a 33, I'm more than happy to cop that, especially with the depth of the halfbacks at the moment. Um, It's just a tough gig. Now, Saturday afternoon, uh, we saw the Manly Seagulls up against the Canterbury Bulldogs. He had Dylan Walker from that game, scored 63 points. Uh, Pretty big performance there from Dill off the bench. Didn't play huge minutes either, so 63 was huge for Dylan Walker, not what I was expecting. Joey Topine, I expected more from him. He only got 27. That was a little win for me. He was a guy that I considered wavering. I'm glad that I essentially didn't have anyone to drop, though. And Kyle Flanagan, he also had, as I said, uh, the depth at halfback is pretty grim in my comp in a deep 14-man league. Uh, So, as I said, happy to have Dearden, who's going to knock me over 33 points. He had Kyle Flanagan, who got 17. Uh, And then he also had Katoa in his team from the Canola Sharks. But when Ikevalu was ruled out of this game on the Thursday night, he had to make a decision. I thought he made a poor decision at the time. Uh, He went for Bo Forma, who, of course, has re-signed uh, with the Gold Coast Titans today, so congratulations to him. He scored 28 points at centre wing. I understand what he was trying to do, just trying to plug a you know a forward into your centre wings, just get some solid points. But I think in the modern game, with the way points are being scored, I think you're better off gambling on proper wingers and stuff in most games, unless they're playing 
Manly, Penrith, or Melbourne, essentially. I think you're worth gambling on them nowadays, which has not been my thought process the entire t- time I've played Supercoach. But I think the game has changed a little bit there. After that one, he had Kurt Mann and he had Jason Taumalolo. I already mentioned I had Sofidi and Dearden. Uh, both these guys did really well. Kurt Mann got a 60. I was not expecting that. Taumalolo a 60. I mean, years gone past. If you said Taumalolo got a 60, you'd think, okay, yep, that's really not that great for Taumalolo. But considering his scores this year, I didn't think he'd get to 60. So uh, a little bit of overs there. Now, Sunday kicked off, and he only had one player. He had Tom Burgess in the second game, who absolutely brained it. Probably had the best game I've seen him play all year. He was unreal. I think he had two line breaks. Came up with 62 points, Tom Burgess, in a very in very impressive performance, which had me a little bit nervous. Um, I had a number of guys. I had four fellas in the Broncos versus Sharks game. I had Katoni Staggs, who got 64. He came off for about a 15-minute spell. Jesse Arthurs came on and scored about 40 points in that 15 minutes, so I was devastated to see Staggs go off there but when he came back on he mounted on another 20 points or so and he is looking like a really dangerous asset in my team I've also got Jermaine Osaka he only scored 30 in this game he missed a couple of kicks as well we know he's a very accurate goal kicker usually so he probably scored about 35 38 or so once you take those kicks away but I like that I've got the combination of Stags and Osaka and if they keep winning I think they might keep that combo for now. So Isako only got 29, which is disappointing. Um, I also had Tyg Wilton, who I picked up last week. Uh, he got 59 points. I'm very excited with Tyg. Just a base stat monster. He's going to do really well for me out there. Scored 59 on the weekend. That's sort of what I would be expecting from him. A 55 base with the upside of attack. He almost got through on a couple of line breaks there as well. So very, very excited for him moving forward. Sifatalakai. Gee whiz, had him on my uh, in my side this week, essentially because I had no one else to play. It was either him or Avarillo. I didn't trust Avarillo against the Manly Seagull, so I went for Siffer. Turned out to be the right decision, but wasn't a great decision. Siffer only got 27 points, very disappointing. Obviously playing through the middle at the moment, but obviously got Ty Wilton and Siffer Talakai. One of them was going to grab Way Graham's edge. Uh, so I'm glad I have got Ty and Siffer Talakai. He's just going to be a center wing that gets me 30 every week with the potential of some upside and some attacking stats. So I'm sort of watching those Cronulla games every week, hoping for one of the middles to get injured or HIA essentially to get Siffer more points. Didn't gain too many this week, only 27 points. Then the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the West Tigers kicked off. As I said, Tom Bird just absolutely brained it. Had me very, very nervous. Cody Walker was on fire early. Um, as has been the story with Cody Walker all year, plays unbelievably well, sets up tries, score tries. Just can't seem to get 100 points in Supercoach. It's unbelievable. I think he saw 99 in this game. He just can't get over that 100 mark. He did throw an intercept at the back end of the game to David Nofaluma, which cost him a couple of points. I obviously had him as skipper and as soon as he threw that, I, before that, I thought I was really safe. I thought I was good. Uh, he threw that and it, it became a little bit closer. Luciano Lua came up with 64. He had a, a line break and a couple of other things that he was very lucky to get, to be honest with you. You can see Mad just taking him off in games now and then putting him on at the back end, which is a bit of a worry, not playing 80, doing about 70 minutes at the moment, 70, 65 minutes. Uh, but he got a couple of attacking stats, and thank God he did because I wouldn't have won this one if not. It went all the way down to updates in this game. I managed to get home uh, by, what is it, 16 points in this game. So, very lucky. A lot of the things that sort of decided the game either way, him dropping Katoa, um, you know, he obviously got 60 points. So, that could have been a very different story. Saifiti getting injured could have been a very different story. So, there was a lot of things that went into this one. Cody Walker not getting any points for that uh, for that Campbell Graham try. Another one that could have sort of gone either way. 
So a bit of luck that fell my way, but that's sort of been um, the way my season gone. I do believe my team is much better than his team. I mean, the Matt Dufty as well in the last 15 minutes, I think he scored 50 points. So um, he had a lot of things go his way. I had a, a couple of things go my way as well, for sure. That's the way Supercoach goes. But that puts us into about fourth place on the ladder, which is incredible considering at the moment on the ladder, as I said, we are fourth out of 14 teams. If you look at the overall points scored, we're 12th out of 14. So we have been very, very lucky. I think we've won uh, four of our last six games, which has been unreal. We've got the bye coming up next week, bye week where we take on one of the other fellas who's sort of in contention for this top eight. He's coming 11th at the moment, but he's on the same amount of points as the guys coming ninth and only one win away from seventh. So if I could knock him out, JD, we've had him on a few times, the official photographer of the rugby league guru. If we can knock JD out, uh, that would be sensational next week. Obviously going to be without a couple of players. The big win for me is that Cody Walker, he was not selected for state of origin. So I will have him next week, but he will be playing fullback uh, with Latrell out. So Benji will go into six and we know that Benji Marshall, he can really hurt the game of Cody Walker. He sort of takes over a little bit. So, Wins and losses, a few going around there. But at the moment, I'm sitting in the top four, which I definitely shouldn't be. I've been a little bit lucky. But this, as I said, this is how Supercoach goes. I've had a lot of unlucky things happen to me in the past in this competition, especially in grand final week. So happy to uh, bathe in a bit of good luck and uh, cop a bit of shit from the boys this year. Still got a team that I think potentially can win this competition, but I am at long odds. I'm going to need a lot of things to go my way. And let's be honest here, I'm probably going to need a couple of key injuries, maybe to a Tom Trevojevic or someone like that. The guy that owns Nathan Cleary, he's essentially out of contention, so that helps. That takes out one real high-ceiling player. The guy that has Tom Trevojevic, he's fifth at the moment. Traditionally, a a bit of a choker, though, so very interested to see how it plays out for him. Uh, The guy that has Ryan Pappenhausen, Cozzy, he's sitting in seventh at the moment. Pappy's not going to be back for a few weeks. I would love to see him drop out of the top eight. That would be sensational. Uh, But, yeah, it's looking at the moment, the, the guys that are coming first and second, two really solid teams especially second place, Ryan, that's won a couple of comps, Wilkie's got a very good side Um, so yeah, it's going to be tough for me to win it from here, but I've won a comp before that I thought I was no hope of winning so as you all know with Supercoach, you can never rule yourself out, anything can happen Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On any given weekend, I just need a bit of luck to fall my way. The The one thing that I do like about my run home is that my two big ceiling players are Reese Walsh and Cody Walker. The, the New Zealand Warriors and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they have a pretty good run home. So I'm hoping that if I can just get 100 from either of those guys on um, on any of those weeks, that can really help me. But it all comes down to those weeks, and we will see what happens the closer we get. Classic, disappointing. Very, very disappointing. But also, uh, probably fair enough. I mean, I did bring the Whisperer on this year to talk to you guys about Classic because um, I've, it's never been my overly strong point. It's never been something I've overly enjoyed. I have enjoyed it this year because I have been going better. And I got into the top 1,000. I got into the top 500. was doing really well. But it has started to drop off now, as realistically I expected. Scored 1,275. Uh, used all five trades. So I've gone from 11 till 6. 
um, which brings my rank to 3,785. So I dropped about 1,200 spots again. It's just been red arrows the last few weeks. Unfortunately, I don't have any of these manly seagulls outside backs, which has absolutely murdered me. I think I'm too late to the Ruben Garrick train. I don't think I can afford him if I wanted him anyway. Um, my round 17 buy planning hasn't been fantastic either, realistically. So, And I don't have the trades to try and make mass changes this week. So I'm probably just going to have to sit and cop whatever I get this week, which... To be perfectly honest with you, will not be overly pretty. Like everyone else, I did have Tohu Harris. I've copped that injury. Um, I held Josh Curran the entire time, so I've copped that one too. Um, yeah, I also brought in Harry Grant early, so I've worn that injury as well. But that's on my head. That, that was a bit of a silly decision. Sort of got roped into that. Um, so, yeah, I think slowly my season is falling apart. Realistically, the way it's going, if I can stay in the top... 5,000. I think I'll be happy with that. I don't think I'm going to go back up too further. Trying to stay in the top 5,000 now, which is disappointing. Brandon Smith, the cheese, brought him in. He scored 90 last weekend, which was good for me. Isaiah Papaliti brought him in as well, 122. Had to pay a lot of money to get him in, but a really impressive performance there. Glad I did. Luke Thompson still holding him, 52. Uh, my back row, Matto, who's been disappointing the last few weeks, put out a 70, which was great. Le Lewis somehow got a 64. Angus Crichton, 54. And of course, on my bench, I had to go with Big Stefano, who's just been called into the New South Wales camp yesterday as well. So congratulations to him and Tohu Harris, who got injured. My halves, Matty Burton, 18 points with a match winner. Stinger there. That one really hurt me, Matty Burton. Obviously played center as well. Really think he should be in the halves over the next few weeks. We'll see how that one plays out. Cody Walker scored a 99 for me. He's been a good little pickup last few weeks. Nico Hines, 104. AJ, 107. Brian Toto, 66. So my center wings went great, except for Remus Smith, 33. Tommy Trevojevic, 144. He was my skipper. A really good score. They're happy with that. But, I mean, the vast majority of people would have had Turbo as their skipper anyway. So, I essentially didn't lose anything, but definitely didn't gain anything. And then, of course, I had Clint Gutherson at fullback as well, sort of holding Gutho for the next few weeks, just hoping he can find some points and then eventually move him uh, to Ryan Pappenhaus, and that'll be my play. And I think I'm going to run at the end with Pappy and Tom Trevojevic, just the way that the game's being played now. And these two, they've just got such a high ceiling. They're the two guys that I want. So hopefully I can get through this week without making any trades. I've still got about a million dollars in the bank for me to spend uh, when I have injuries and whatnot on the run home. But six trades left. It really isn't much when you consider all the injuries that have been happening. Got Harry Grant sitting on my bench as well still, so hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. Hopefully, too, Harris returns. Josh Curran is the other one that I desperately need back as well. So we will have the Supercoach Whisperer on this week to talk about all of the options, buy, holds, and sells heading into round 17, which is a buy week, which we haven't really gone too heavy on. There's not many Supercoach stars that are playing, and the teams that do have stars that are playing. I mean, a lot of them are playing Origin anyway. You know, you're talking James Tedesco, you're talking Tom Travojevic, these sort of guys. Tohu Harris is out now, so that really stings. I think there'll be a couple of Sharks that'll get a a big mention. And of course, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Cody Walker, these sort of guys against the North Queensland Cowboys could put on a bit of score there. But I will dive into that with the Whisperer this week. So I've got a million dollars in the bank. I've got six trades left. I'm sitting at about 3,800 rank at the moment. Very disappointing considering where I was a couple of weeks ago. But this tends to be the way the guru goes with Classic. Uh, Unfortunate, but of course, happy to get the win in draft this week. Look like I've locked myself in for a top eight finish, which is sensational considering how poorly my team's gone. I've given myself a shot at a top four finish, which is honestly unbelievable and crazy to think about. Going to be tough on the run home, but I've just got to make finals and then hope for the best from there.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.